Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is an Apostrophe podcast production. Here's one little question that has no simple answer. How does being alone bring us closer? My name is Peg Fong. I'm a journalist and an educator. Come join me as we explore loneliness together. is the loneliest number you'll ever do. Some, three dog night for one, would add two can be as bad as one. It's the loneliest number since the number one. If you think defining loneliness is difficult, let's bring in math. Everyone defines loneliness in a different way, but math is definite. One can only be one. Two can only be two, unless you start putting them together then numbers can change. Two can become three if you add in the number one. Sequences can form. Additions, subtractions, multiplications, formulations, equations. Can loneliness be put into a mathematical equation? And is there a formula for it? And you find something like math that is always true, it's always going to be true, it's irrefutably true. And that's all you have to know about it. <laughs> like, I know if something's been proven that no matter if I can comprehend what is going on or not, that thing is a true statement. And I have to accept that. And I love that. I love that there is some idea of truth in the world that we can look to and that explains things. Like, there's nothing. It was a truth that Susa Silver has been seeking for a long time. 
Susa found companionship in numbers and in math learned what their story was meant to be. Susa grew up very isolated from others, and math was one of those things that was a barrier stopping a connection to others. In fourth grade, Susa flunked mathematics. I completely failed. I could not do multiplication. I couldn't even count change in fourth grade. And my teacher said, there ain't no way you're passing on to fifth grade if you don't learn these skills. And I was very lost and I was very math anxious individual because I'm like, oh my God, I don't know how to do this. And my parents had math anxiety and they were like, oh, it's okay. You don't have to be good at math and we're not good at math. That was a lie. Susa's father was an accountant and he was very good at math, but he didn't see himself as a mathematician. Yet he was working in financial math, in numbers, But Sousa's parents hid their abilities to give their child a sense of belonging. Not knowing math together became a way for the family to be unified. And then me, being a weird kid, decided I'm not going to let this get me down. I'm going to figure out a way to make math make sense. And I came up with this idea of how could I make math be like language and writing, which I was very, very good at. Susa shifted and began seeing numbers as letters. A as one, B became two, C three. And suddenly, Susa began seeing numbers as stories. It was like, aha, okay, this I totally got it now. And there was something about me like over-identifying with numbers as something you have to count. Instead of thinking it strictly as like, oh, these are groups of things that I'm multiplying together. And to get this final amount. And so help me get to that abstract level that I needed to, to go beyond like just numbers as counting. And then I really loved math because I felt really smart and it felt really good. And I put forth a lot of effort. Years later, what Sousa realized was this. Learning, putting cognitive effort into something you didn't know before is a pleasurable thing. Knowing something doesn't relate to you is a lonely feeling. How do numbers connect us or disconnect us? Are we solo, a one, alone? Numbers count when it comes to loneliness. Let's count down all the ways numbers and math tell us a story about loneliness. Pushing yourself beyond your boundaries is not an easy thing. But then being able to identify it and see it as something that relates to you, numbers become letters, in Sousa's case, brings joy and pleasure. For Sousa, math went from being something to be afraid of to seeing numbers and patterns everywhere. Sousa always carried around in public places, on public transit, bookmarks of geometric shapes representing mathematical figures. They were great conversation starters, and whenever anyone asked about them, Susa was happy to share what they meant. I'm really math obsessed. Like, another way to explain it is that it's something that I love intrinsically. It's something I love for the sake of it alone. The love of math for the sake of it alone, as Susa calls it, makes it easy to share that love even if that ability to appreciate numbers and geometry and equations isn't felt by everyone. Hey, you hate math? I really love math. Let's talk about our reasons and why that is and maybe work something out. 
What Sousa Silver has done then is move from math on its own. One, a love of something, to at least two, a desire to share that appreciation with someone else. That was their way to take an unknown, find out the meaning for them, and then share with others. It's not the perfect formula out of loneliness, but it is an equation. Have you ever thought how that first number, the number one, has such contradictory meaning depending on the context? If you're on your own, you're one. Walk into a restaurant, and if you're by yourself, the host asks, table for one? You're an only child. It means you're just one. One means alone. But it also, in other contexts, means competition and a push to get to the first position. Who's number one in the ratings for movies, TV shows? Who's number one in the college football ranking? Who's number one in sales? You need more than one in order to get to that spot. No one can be number one without having more than one. One is the loneliest number you'll ever do. It's the first line of this episode and the first line of the song by Harry Nilsson. Many people think that's the title of the song, but it's much shorter. It's just one. You'll recognize it immediately. Three Dog Nights version is the most famous. And while the Beatles called Harry Nilsson their favorite American artist, they've never covered the song, although some people think they have. Versions have also been done by John Farnham and Amy Mann, and by Lisa Simpson in an episode of The Simpsons, where she's walking out of school and through the playground, surrounded by other students playing, while she is sad, alone, and longing for companionship. It's also playing in the background for the Batman Lego movie, as the superhero walks by on his Lego articulated legs and his Lego head down, as other figures chant, No More Crime. The song has become a shortcut in movie scenes and TV episodes as an auditory clue. It is a signal that a character is moving away from a crowd where everybody's talking to one where they're heading off somewhere on their own. Speaking of signals, listen at the very beginning of Harry Nilsson's song, One, for the steady metronome before the words. There are 16 monotonous tones, like a beating, pulsing heart. The story goes that Nilsson was inspired to write the song after trying to call a friend and getting nothing but a busy signal on the other line. Pulsing. Waiting. Nothing. Lonely. When you look at numbers, what do you think about? Many would think about the pandemic because we look at our numbers every day. And those numbers help determine if schools will reopen, um, how many in our community are impacted. Is it safe for me? Why have a job tomorrow? Why find a job tomorrow? And when you compare those two analysis of numbers, what we're doing in school doesn't really match the statistical ways of looking that's required now. 
Because of the numbers connected to the pandemic, there are things we know now automatically that may have been just figures before. Social distancing were just two random words before, but now are always associated with each other, along with a number, six feet. We knew when things were bad that we needed to stay at least six feet apart from others. Numbers and data are not always entirely objective, but each one has a story behind it, says Professor Catherine Ye at Chapman University in California. She focuses her research and her teachings on helping reimagine mathematics in classrooms for elementary students by training math teachers to engage students with math in a way that doesn't rely just on how quickly they can answer questions on an exam. Why do we not always situate mathematics within the context of children's lives and the world around them? Why do we not? If we limit it to calculations and just numbers, we have a calculator that can do that. And as grown-ups, we often use our calculator. The focus should be what are the calculations and the operations and the algorithms to translate real-life context to the equations itself. Research shows that building from students' everyday lives when they're learning is the best way to support their ability to take in new information and retain it. When math is done in a way that connects to students' lives, it's called mathematical modeling. And that is the richest and most authentic way for children to learn, says Professor Ye. In schools now, there are divisions. Not all students, like all adults, have access to learning how math can be applied. Schools are more segregated than ever, according to Professor Ye. Those left out from getting access are students who are non-native English speakers, those with disabilities, and in under-resourced communities. As numbers often make people who don't feel comfortable with math feel left out and alone. Math can be an equalizer. Everyone can do it, and that sense of achievement can go a long way. Instead of labels like high, low, smart, or struggling, such as Sousa Silverface after failing math in grade four, math learners should be grounded in instructions like problem solving, reasoning, and real-world application. One example, instead of just gathering data and creating graphs of random location, asking students this question will change how they see a problem. What's your favorite place to visit in your local community? That's an example of a real-world scenario that has direct application. Rote memorization isn't enough anymore. Math can be used instead to make students and us problem solvers, critical thinkers, and even active participants in a diverse democracy. It's crucial to use mathematics as a tool to make sense of our world's pressing problems and figure out how to create change. For so long, the way we look at mathematics and achievement, we look at it as an individual endeavor. We talk about performance as this child is at grade level. The teacher is reaching benchmark for all students. Professor Ye believes math and numbers should be guided by this notion. Instead of solving equations, asking 
more questions. Listening and engaging. Instead of just data on a map, what does a place mean to the people who live there? Take away the focus from numbers of how many people got sick or have been vaccinated to what are the stories behind who's getting sick or receiving the vaccine at higher rates or lower numbers than others in the same communities. We do not realize that any individual's performance is not just a reflection of themselves, but really a reflection of the environment around them. You and I are where we are at, not just because of ourselves. We build on the shoulders of not just the people around us, but on our ancestors and our elders. Math then becomes an intuitive approach to solving problems, which could make us think of something else besides the number. It forces us to think about solutions. We treat one as if it's a number by, as we just look at one. We look at people by itself. That's where the stories are so powerful. Stories show that it is never just one. It blurs the lines. It's not about learning math, but associating it with what is already known. Grab your calculator or your abacus. We're doing math after the break. We'll be right back. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. One of the most interesting ways math can help us understand loneliness is how probability often goes against intuition. 
Is the probability you are lonely at some point in your life likely? Yes. What about it happening today? Probability is probably lower. Simon Singh, in his first book, Fermat Enigma, explained it this way. A mathematical answer is often contrary to what our intuition might suggest. Singh gives this example. Picture this, a soccer field. There are two teams, 11 players each side, one referee. How many people are on that field? The answer is 23. 22 players plus one referee. Now do a probability test. You can get a piece of paper if that helps. I'll wait. What is the likelihood that two players on that field share the same birthday? Here's what we know. There are 365 days in a year. And with 23 people, the probability that two will have the same birthday is low. Most of us would calculate 23 people, and out of 365 dates to choose from, maybe a 10% chance. The answer, just over 50%. The chances of two people sharing the same birthday out of 23 is better than not. That is, the probability is higher than not of two people playing soccer at that time on that field will have the same birthday. It's not a trick. Some people say, oh, it's a batch of twins. That's why the probability is so high. But here's how it works, and it may be a formula for loneliness. We think of that number of people on the field as just 23. And those odds of 23 people having the same birthday against 365 possibilities is the wrong way to think of that number. While there's only 23 people out there, there's actually 253 pairs of people. One person can pair up with 22 others. There's 22 possibilities there. But a second person can then be paired with any of the remaining 21 people. So that's 22 pairings. And then 21 pairings. A third person can then be paired with any of the remaining 20 people. So now we have 22 pairings, 21 pairings, 20 pairings, and so on until each person on the field has been paired with someone who hasn't been paired before. 22 plus 21 plus 20 plus 19 plus and onwards until you hit the number 1. You have to calculate that one as well. The number you end up with is 253 pairs or possibilities. The odds are in your favor of matching when it comes to pairing up. What numbers are called gives them human characteristics. Numbers can be solitary, which means they don't share a relationship with any other numbers. Some examples, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 7, 8, 9, 11, 13. These are numbers that mathematicians refer to as solitary because they literally have no friends. 
there are more solitary numbers than those known as friendly pairs. And numbers can be prime. They can only be divided by one and itself. What are they? You know them. 2, 3, 5, 7, 11, 13. 4 is not a prime number because you can divide 4 by itself. 4 and 1 and by 2. One recent, for me at least, discovery is amicable numbers. These are numbers that come with friends. The most famous one is the smallest pairing known of these two numbers, 220 and 284. The two numbers and many others are described as amicable because the sum of the numbers that are divisors of each is equal to the other number. With 220, the divisors are 1, 2, 4, 5, 10, 11, 20, 22, 44, 55, and 110. These are all numbers that can be divided from 220. When you add up those numbers, 1, 2, 4, 5, 10, 11, 20, 22, 44, 55, and 110, try doing it in your head. I'll repeat them. 1, 2, 4, 5, 10, 11, 20, 22, 44, 55, and 110. The answer you get is, calculate, calculate, 284. That's 220's friend. Now do the same with 284. The numbers that are the divisors of 284 are 1, 2, 4, 71, and 142. Add them up, try it again, the sum is 220. A proper divisor of a number is a positive factor of that number, other than the number itself. For example, the proper divisors of 6 are 1, 2, and 3. Divisors of 284 add up to 220, and the divisors of 220 add up to 284. Amicable, friends. The best-known pair of amicable numbers, 220 and 284, are now a symbol of friendship. Numbers can be paired up in a number of different ways. You know, there's a lot of things that I enjoy learning about math is one of them. But I know that for other people, that's just not true, that math stands apart and separate. That's high school math teacher Ben Orlin, who has a popular site called Math with Bad Drawings. It's about how to use bad drawings, stick figures, to illustrate what math is about. This isn't me building from a skill. This is me like trying to provide a visual that will be, you know, sort of desperately uh, amateurish, but, but it's the best I can do. There's two halves to mathematics, simplistically. There's the algebraic half, which is about manipulations and moving your way through symbols to solve problems using precise, formal mathematical language. And then there's intuition. And to Ben, intuition is much more geometric. And when mathematicians are trying to solve problems, they've got some kind of visual in their mind, some shape shape that's that's moving moving. or points in space. There's something geometric happening for almost any topic. And I think if you write about math without having visuals, then you wind up cut off from that. Some people can create the images in their own minds, but most people can't. And so you you need to give them at least a seed of what the visual should be. 
numbers can pair up with something else, whether it's a geometric shape or a bad drawing. Math is about connecting. When we look at the word algebra, the term has Arabic-Islamic roots, and it doesn't mean perhaps what we may automatically think. The term algebra isn't a total or a result of something. It means balance. That makes sense when you think about it. When we look at an equation, it's a balance of two expressions. That's the history of the mathematical meaning. And if you love numbers, whether it's one or one million, there's something beautiful about that. That a number by itself paired with something gives us balance. It doesn't mean that one isn't in balance, but it means that numbers can pair with anything. For Sousa Silver, it was words. For Ben, it's bad drawings, stick figures, and rectangles. In one of his illustrations, two figures argue about whether one is the loneliest number, or is it two or three, or maybe zero, when a third figure walks in and closes down the discussion with the question, do numbers sit around debating who is the loneliest human? Sousa Silver failed grade four math. Ben Orlin was bad at drawing, but they both found ways to connect themselves to others using math. Professor Catherine Ye teaches others to find how numbers change and separate and disconnect or connect people based on the stories we tell. As each story is unique, so are the meanings behind the numbers. One is not just about being alone, but it belongs somewhere. And to Professor Ye, that idea that some people, especially children, belong in math while others don't, is a simple equation. The sense of loneliness we have is based on our sense of belonging. Numbers give us a sense of belonging when we can see them as values, and those values come when they're personal. Two can be as lonely as one, but keep counting, and we can eventually reach 220 and 284, amicable numbers who are connected by their individual divisors, the numbers that divide us can add up to finding the one other. We may be one, we may only be one, and we may be alone, but we are alone together. Alone Together was directed by Callie Zero Riley. Music composed by Ian Lefevre and Ari Posner. Sound engineer is Jeff Devine. Producers are Debbie O'Reilly and Guillermo Serrano. I'm Peg Fong, the host and writer. And this episode has 3,466 words. Subscribe wherever you get your pods. And please give us a rating. We like the number five. Our series is executive produced by Terry O'Reilly. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.